Hello everyone, welcome back to the Shintar Higashi Show with Peter Yu. Today we're going to talk about pulling guard. Oh, guard man. pulling, yeah. You guys know Shintaro's become a dirty guard puller lately. I love know? pulling guard. <laughs> but before we go into it, let's thank our sponsors, right? Right. Judo TV, use discount code Shintaro yep. for IJF viewing spectatorship. It's amazing, mm-hmm. fantastic. Go check it out, judotv.com. Use discount code Shintaro. And also, Jason and Levon, thank you guys for your continuous Jason support. And yeah. And right. if you guys can become our official sponsors and get a shout out like this, just yep. go to patreon.com, look us up. We yeah. have the link below. Join our Discord. Yeah. Chat with your fellow grab rollers. Yes. Know, all that a lot business. of perks when you join in a sun Patreon. Like Peter would send you pictures of his feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that well, I might have to charge a little extra for yeah, that. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So guard pulling. I know we've touched on it a little bit yeah. with you know the episode about judo for BJJ, and then we discuss how you teach, what you teach at your yeah. jiu-jitsu, judo for jiu-jitsu class, BJJ class. Yeah. So, but I heard you just told me that you kind of changed the tone on it. Like you have a new theory around pulling guard. What's up? Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's so martial, right? It's like such a martial tactic. You know what I mean? If you're going Pulling guard is martial? It is. It's like a gambit almost. Okay. It's like a gambit. Also, like, if you're going against someone that can't slam you, you avoid it by pulling guard. Mm. You know what I mean? And when Mm. you're looking to sweep from there, pull guard, transition to the ground, and sweep, essentially, how is that different from like a tomonage or a sumigaishi or a sacrifice throw? Right, it's just like two, it's just, two steps instead of one step, I guess. <laughs> yeah, two steps. As opposed to like throwing your body to the floor and then kicking him over, throwing yeah. your body to the floor and then exchanging later yeah. through a couple different maneuvers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I could see why people would do it. And there's a whole lesson that I've taught on like how to beat guard pullers and do inside trip in Osoto yeah. and timing, leg picks and things like that. But... It's not that effective. Mm, what do you mean by that? Like, if you really want to prevent someone uh, from pulling guard, yes, you can touch the leg or time this and that and gain two points or whatever it is. But the real thing is to be able to learn how to pass guard. Yeah, yeah. And there's lots of nuances involved with guard pulling. People just assume, oh, he just falls to the floor and sits down. There's many, many, many different variations of guard pulling. That a right. lot of people have certain nuances with, right? If you look at a classic right versus mm-hmm. right collar sleeve, right? Yeah. You could pull toward the sleeve hand or the collar hand. Uh-huh. Generally, a lot of good guys pull toward the sleeve hand because they can't just reach down and grab your foot. I see. If you have the sleeve hand. Right, You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Sometimes you have a collar hand and you literally just sit down and drop to the floor. That's another method, right? Mm. And there's things that can potentially happen when any one of those things occur, mm-hmm. right? So there's sort of this like invisible transitional period. Yeah. That can uh, skew the advantage, right? Well, because from my experience, I, I'm not like, I, I haven't really gone with a lot of high level BJJ players. So probably uh, I've only seen mostly like sloppy guard pulling. But what I found is that if I exploit that, like when someone pulls guard on me, I can pass the guard right away. Because a yeah. lot of people are not used to people just trying to pass the guard as soon as uh, the person pulls guard. Yes. So I guess yes. you're kind of talking about that, right? Like, and it could go the other way too. Yeah, yeah, you could go the other way. So 
I'll give you an example. Like if you're doing right side collar sleeve, yeah. right, right versus right. If he's pulling to the sleeve side, yeah. Okay. If yeah. he places that foot and extends your arm away, and then as he right. drops, you're extended where your hips are hinged. Yeah. That's a big. That's a big problem. Yeah. You know but what I mean? The, yeah, because you you don't have leverage. You can I, actually. That's how you're supposed to throw a tomoinage, kind of, right? Kind of tomonage yeah. to the back hip though. Yeah. If you go to this direction. Right. But if right. you miss that hip, then you get put in yoko shogatame. All right. Or you get past yeah. So that's yeah. why they pull with the foot to the close side hip for them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then sometimes they'll overshoot that hip and then sh- angle off into a delahiva hook. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. So if you get really good, you see that many guard pulling, you could almost anticipate it, right? As you they're sitting guard, you close the elbow really tight. Yeah. Right? And then you could try to push that foot off the hip and then circle to your left. So right. you sort of end up in like half guard or close guard. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you kind of have a jump start on the passing game. Yeah, yeah. So that's a method. You know what I mean? To nullify guard pulling. I wouldn't say nullify it, but like making it a, a little, little bit more, more advantageous to you. Yeah. Yeah. But the guy who's going to pull guard is confident yeah. in their guard. Yeah. Right? So you kind of have to like understand that and then you have to be confident in your top game. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think there's a lot more than like guard pulling sucks. Oh, you shouldn't guard pull. You should always work for the takedown. You know, there are guys who aren't as good as passing as they are being on, in guard. In the guard, yeah. Right? Perhaps their game is like not really sweep and end up on top, but like threaten the sweep and then going for Juji, going for Sankaku. Yeah. Right? Threaten the sweep and then spin it underneath and attacking the legs or something like that. That guy who has no top game, why would he work for the takedown in the first place? Right. Right. You know what I mean? And then burn tons of energy, yeah. risk neck exposure, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Right, right. And then if they take the person down, work all this, get swept into side control, that's even worse. Mm. So I'm kind of changing my tone. Like, I see why people do it. You know? Yeah. And I think it, it shouldn't be one of those things that's a cl- like a crutch where it's like, oh, I only pull guard. You have to work takedowns. You have to work throws. You know what I mean? What if you get two guys who are both top game players and then neither of those guys want to be on bottom? Then it's a takedown oriented game. Right. You see what I mean? But I think, yeah. Well, so it is it is useful in the in the context of the of certain rules though, right? Like I mean, you yeah. can't pull guard in judo. I guess you could. I mean, I guess you could. I mean, exactly. you go tomonage. Yeah, yeah. You go tomonage and you know, fail. It's really no difference, yeah. right? And there are very close similarities in tomonage and guard pulling. Yeah, yeah. Right, and I would love to cover right all the different yoko tomonage. Yeah. Lapel side yoko tomonage, sleeve side yoko tomonage, lapel side guard pulling, sleeve side guard pulling. Right? right, that's a very very interesting thing because the movement is very similar. Yeah. it's just the way the leg is situated. Whether you're trying to create distance or close the distance and load the person onto that foot, that's where the nuances are. Mm. You know what I mean? And then also like how you use the arms to draw the person on top of your leg to sweep them or throw them. You know, so very intricate stuff. Right, it, like you could de- definitely tell if you're a Tomonage guy. Yeah. Right, how similar it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so like, if you look at it that way, how much depth there is to that single like, oh, freaking guard pulling. You know? <laughs> now all of a sudden it becomes this like really intricate thing, and it's worth looking at. Mm-hmm. I think it's not something that I should just oh dis- dismiss it like oh this is bullshit this guy's scared he doesn't know how to take down. 
I think there's a lot more there that is so understated. So in that sense, like, you know, I, maybe it's just my selection bias too because yeah. I don't really look up guard pulling techniques. But I don't think anybody to, does. So would you say even BJ in the BJJ online BJJ sphere, people don't make guard pulling videos or instructions? No, I don't okay. think so because I've Googled that. I see. When I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull guard and work open guard from now on. Yeah. Right? There's one or two videos. Oh, you always want to pull towards the sleeve side so they can't reach down and grab your foot. Okay. And you put yeah. your foot here, extend it, and then you sit, and then you roll, and then you go into the heave guard. <laughs> Great. You know? Everyone's repeating the same stuff. Like, where's the nuance? You know what I mean? Wow. That's a, yeah. a huge niche for you. I didn't know. I didn't realize that no one really... I mean, look at Tomonage. Yeah. Everyone teaches Tomonage the same way. You go here, you go there, you go there. But there's like five or six different tomonages easily. Uh, yeah. And those things all interchange with each other. Whether it's going like fake back tomonage, yoko tomonage, kochi, snap down tomonage. person comes over the back and you go to the kalasai tomonage, but you bring him across the body. I all guess these I different things. I've never really... Even the tomonage, like I, I don't think it, people actively... Like, do uchikomi on it with it. No, they don't. Yeah. That's a problem. I've only, I've seen yeah. one person in my whole life that mm. actually practiced uh, to when I get like that KVI. You know Who? what I'm talking about. Sha? Yeah. yeah he does <laughs> the that. only person. And I will get so annoyed. He's yes. really good, but I'll get so annoyed as a partner because he's just like a fall, fall backwards. It's, it's a really yeah. hard hard move to be a nuke for, you know? It is. And you know what? When you do judo with him too, because he's just constantly dropping his backs up his back. He's very good, guys. Like, I have to tell you, he that's his signature. He can go multiple directions with this Tomoe Nage. He'll Dude, hit I've you anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so unassuming about it too. I know. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. Frustrating. You it is very it. frustrating. <laughs> And he catches a lot of good guys too with it. Yeah, because no one expects it. It's no it's uh it could be a good meta game. His like timing is staggered always. You yeah. don't know when it's coming. Right? Yeah, he, that that's the best thing about his tomonage. He could do it from winning position, losing position, yeah. off an inside chip. Uchimara comes out and he's circling away, and then bang, he's hitting going underneath. I mean, he, huge really, pain in the ass. I mean, I'll. It came from his own needs, I think. He's not a big guy, so I think in order to like yeah. find his own way to beat big guys, he had to, he found out hey, I can hit if I can hit Tomoenage in losing positions, I can surprise these guys and then all that. He's probably yeah. I, I'm assuming it came about something like that, and he's amazing yeah. at it. And I guess that kind of goes back to what you said in the beginning of the episode about people who are just specializing in guard games. Why yeah. would they? want to fight fire with fire like takedown with takedown yeah, yeah why would they want to do that yeah and if it's not their expertise yeah why would they even want to be on top and risk getting swept and then on bar or yeah. something or swept into a bad position right they know if they pull guard they're very flexible they have a good open guard right they're gonna be there right you know so but now like kind of okay so we got the idea like okay guard pulling should be more studied more systematically yeah. and whatever but yeah. How would you like? Uh, there are two contexts. I can. I think in BJJ it's easier to practice, probably, right? Would you say mm. like guard pulling? Yeah, yeah. Because it just it, it you just encounter it a lot. But like, yeah, no one gets thrown on their head. Yeah, but then on the other side, like we're we're 
we're still judo players, so yeah, yeah. How? What would you? What's scar pulling in judo? Like, what was it? Just should we just study tomonage in more depth? Or? I think you got to study tomonage in more depth, and yeah. it's one of the harder throws to learn. <clears throat> yeah, and. This is going to be a shameless plug, but I have a Tomonage video <laughs> <laughs> all over the internet. And it, it is a skill that everyone can learn, you know, yeah. and it's so hard to uh, do on someone new. But there's three yeah. person Uchikomi mm. drills that you can do with Tomonage to actually gain that skill. There's yeah. so many different kinds of Tomonage that integrate with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the whole other piece of it is if you could fake the Tomonage, mm. it opens up the backward attacks. Kochi, Ochi, et cetera, et cetera, right? Right, because it's sit. You could you you sit, sit down. Yeah, you, yeah. People sit back. You know, same thing against if you're going against a jujitsu guy who's going to pull guard, right? If you fake preemptively that you're going to pull guard first, they really don't want to get sucked into that. Right. So they'll. So they're going to have a very yeah. strong reaction. Right? Yeah. And then that's when you can open up a little bit and then wait for them to pull guard. Now you have momentum, right? Yeah. So, but tomonage, yeah, judokas. If you're trying to. And, you know, having a nice closed guard game is good because when you go to Monage, a lot of the judo guys will lean back and then drop to their knees. Yeah. Because they don't yeah. want to get loaded, right? The goal for jiu-jitsu is to create a post on the hip and then create distance, sit, and then have them hip hinge and then go into different guard, kinds of guard play. Yeah, yeah. Right? Judo is a little bit different. You want to bring the person and load them onto that leg, right? So it's going to be natural for the person to posture and then sit their hips down. Yeah, yeah. Which lands them in close guard. So having a two or three fast attack system right off that close guard, mm-hmm. I think is a very, very important thing, important skill uh-huh. uh, that judokas need to be able to do. And that's the equivalent of a judo guard pull. Right? Yeah, I see. It's not a yeah. thing, but how to pull guard in judo. Yeah. I mean, that is, could be a, yeah. a meta game. You know, yeah. Right? yeah, Tomonage, fast closed guard attacks. And yeah. Kanto, Flavio Kanto was a master at that. And he would he, do a type Kanto of a Yoko Tomonage. Yeah, he would do a type of Yoko Tomonage, right? Mm. Slide it to the side, towards the sleeve. And then he will loop that leg over the collar and then go for the Kanto choke immediately. So that transition was masterful. And it's kind of amazing how this guy came and did all that. And no one took it and then just ran with it. You know, it would have been nice yeah. to see some successors come after him who take all his transitional stuff and then build on it and then study it and refine it and make it new. You know what I mean? Oh, so I would love to see that. Yeah. yeah, someone go out there, study Flavio Canto, <laughs> make videos about it. Maybe it's me. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should do that. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I, I've heard BJJ people talk about Flavio Canto yeah. too. So I think it, yeah. he's very unknown. I mean, he's Brazilian too. I, I did hear that he'd yeah. also train BJJ on... Uh, no, yeah, he's a, he's a double yeah. black belt. You know, yeah. I think... Uh, someone said he's a double world champion. I don't know if that's true. But that would be impressive. Yeah. That would be really impressive. But yeah. it, it, he his time is a little bit different. You yeah, know, uh, like earlier on in BJJ, right? It's much more impressive to win a world championship now, now in BJJ yeah. than it is 10, 20 years ago because the sport has evolved and the population has, yeah. you know, quadrupled. Exploded, yeah. Maybe even 10x. I don't even know. Yeah. Right? I see, I see. So, for so bottom line is, the, I guess it's the sacrifice throws that need to yeah. be studied more, I guess. Is that what, yeah. That's kind of what you're saying. Well, yeah. the sacrifice throws you can use to bail out of bad positions, which a lot yeah. of people do. And then, you know, using that to transition to the ground to bail mm-hmm. out of a bad attack to prevent getting thrown is mm-hmm. one method, right? Yeah. And obviously using to throw somebody 
is the favorable outcome. You throw somebody from the, yeah. the sacrifice throw. But if you go for it, you don't throw them, and then to transition into the Nawaza right there, attacking mm. an immediate flash attack, I think that is something that judoka should shine at. And right, some right. athletes who are very, very good Nawaza athletes do that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like no judoka yeah. have a very long, drawn-out open guard game like a spider lasso because you just don't have enough time to do anything with it. You just made a video about that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out YouTube. <laughs> so, so that, yeah, I think it's very interesting. Then the uh, how so I we touched on this a little bit in the last few episodes, but when you yeah. teach this to BJJ people, do you actively encourage them to throw then or what? Like with Tomonage? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't wanna introduce all these judo throws in the room. When yeah. I'm teaching a jiu-jitsu class, right? Yeah. And then they try it in the gem pop regular jiu-jitsu class, and then people get thrown on their head. Yeah, yeah. If you're at least doing the class with me in judo, then you're exposed to the falls, you're exposed, you understand where right, you're going right. to land, et cetera, et cetera, right? But if they have no judo skills at all, and a guy learns from me, and then all of a sudden starts bombing people with it, you're going you're gonna to get in trouble. You know? Yeah, yeah. So... I try to make it a safety first thing. And Tomonagi is one of those things where if you do it wrong, the guy lands on his head. Right, right. So I'm not, it's not one of my, the main things that I teach in that class. I teach a lot of hand positional stuff. You know, oh. hand position stuff. Right, snap down setups, ashiwaza, foot sweeps and things like this. So you haven't even gone through the guard pulling, this type of stuff we were talking about. In the I have class. taught yeah. it. I have yeah. taught it. And yeah. then I show different types of Tomonagis, etc., etc. Uh but you know, this is the issue, right? A lot of these guys who learn the Tomonage just default to the natural way of pulling guard because yeah. the movements are so similar that it's so easy to default to the extending of the legs too prematurely. Right, right. Because it's a lot safer. Yeah. You know what I mean? I see, I see. Um, it's a very, very similar skill. A lot of overlap. This could be mm. a good video for me and Glick, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it would be very interesting because I'm, I'm actually surprised yeah. that, you know, that it, this hasn't even been explored that much in yeah. jiu-jitsu even. I guess people just say, okay, you just sit just to get things going on the ground instead of, oh, this is actually, like you say, it's yeah. an a- opportunity to gain advantage. Yeah. I mean, Sumigaeshi yeah. is like pulling guard too. Yeah. You know, but it requires some grip fighting and advantages to be able to tip the person over. Yeah. Right? So, like, the chest-to-chest over-under, controlling that sleeve side, and then going into yeah. sumi this way, or bringing the arm across the two-on-one, and then bringing it backside for mm. sumi gaeshi. As opposed to tomonage guard pulling, you can just do it from anywhere and everywhere. Right? Because right, right. the goal is to just transition to the floor. So, yeah, very interesting how that is, you know? Yeah. It's... uh yeah, I think it'll be. I think the people will appreciate some visual aid here, but yeah, I think it it'll be. Yeah, it's a niche that you could go into. Such know, a niche, to, and yes, of course. Like, what is that you could game this whole thing of like <clears throat> before the guys pulling guard, you reach down and grab a leg and touch the leg. Yeah, it's two points. Now it's like a takedown. Yeah, it was, it was a takedown uh, for a long yeah. time. And jujitsu rules. Right? Oh, okay. So. It was very easy for someone to be like, oh, he's pulling guard to my sleeve hand side, you know, hook the leg and call it an Ochi or a Kochi, get two. But now they change that to like, you have to, whoever initiated gets it, 
right? Oh, so okay. I have to initiate the inside trip or a coachy before mm-hmm. they decide to pull guard in order for the thing to go. So if I, they're pulling guard already, they're going backwards, and if I grab a leg or go trip inside trip, outside trip, it doesn't no count points. for a takedown. Yeah. You know? So there's a lot of intricacies there. And now, before, it used to be like, oh, my God, you know, guys pulling guards, frustrating. I wanted to take them down into a favorable position. I, I don't look at it like that anymore. And me being the guy that's usually heavier in the room who wants to work more yeah. jiu-jitsu, I'm there to work jiu-jitsu if I'm in a jiu-jitsu yeah. room. Right, of course, right. I'm in the room for judo, too, and I'm doing judo actively as well, right? But if I'm there for jiu-jitsu, I want to work my open guard and stuff from bottom, I'm pulling guard myself. Mm. Mm. There's no need for me to throw the guy to Monage. What am I going to get? Yeah. I throw like a younger, smaller person like overhead and then I land on top and I'm holding him there for the whole time. Like <laughs> That really doesn't make me better. You know? Yeah, yeah. So those are some of the ideas I see. I mean, that I've been having. It, and even with guard pulling, I'm like, I see the beauty in it. You know? I never imagined that we would make an episode about guard pulling. Yeah, there's a thing called double pull too. <laughs> when Wait, two but people then, sit at the same time. But you it, know? What I've only been uh, like, yeah. I've only been you know exposed to that through Reddit. I've yeah. never actually seen it myself, but people mercilessly make fun of them. Yeah. If the, so I mean, if you, I guess once you get it, get to know the intricacies, like people get it. But then at the same time, but you know, you see this kind yeah. of stuff everywhere. You know what I mean? It's silly, but then you get two heavyweights that only want to go Osotogari, right versus right, and they get locked up like lock horns, yeah. like two bulls, and they just yeah. spam Osoto, whatever it is. You see that all the time, too. That's silly. That's I guess ridiculous. I also, you know? tur- turtling up is ridiculous, you could say, I guess. You could say ridiculous. Yeah. Or you get two drop and flop judo guys where they both yeah. just drop and nonstop. Saying, I drop, saying, I drop, saying, I You know, you get, right? Yeah. You see that, too. Yeah, yeah. We call them drop and floppers. <laughs> I used to be one. I used yeah. to be one. <laughs> drop and flop. Over I and see. over. But if both sides do it, dude, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you get two yeah, guys. Who, who are who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? judge? There's yeah. so many dumb things you can do out there that look yeah. silly. Yeah. You know, especially to like the average person. Not everyone yeah. can just have a super aesthetic <laughs> high amplitude Uchimata all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I see. And yes, it is hard to throw a guard puller. It is. Because they're trying to throw themselves down on the floor already <laughs> before you do it. You know what I mean? Doing the job for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like I said, it's like a gambit. You know, you, you conceding a little bit of, uh, right? Yeah. You know, you're conceding and then you're going down and then you're trying to work your best game and then... Do you think people you know? should be penalized for it? Like, you know, right now, the to be, my understanding is the BJJ rule, you don't get rewarded, but you don't necessarily lose anything. But you think... It should be punished. No. I think people. There were some rule sets where you get like, the other guy gets advantage or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's tough to say, yeah. man. I have a lot of ideas about like uh, jujitsu rule set too. You know, mm. even judo rule set. Like, if you get off off bottom, I think you should get a point. Oh, point, you know? point. Like you should a, get one point. Or if you retain guard, if you get past and you put him back in guard, you should get a point. Like a like a wasari. No, like what is no, that? No, jiu-jitsu, but I don't know oh, about jiu-jitsu. Okay. Yeah, judo is tough to do, but I made a video about judo Nawaza versus BJJ Nawaza, right? Yeah, yeah. And the incentive of the person in turtle on bottom is to force a stalemate. Yeah, yeah. And the person on top is to gain position continuously and not be in stalemate for 5 seconds. Yeah, yeah. In order to progress. So why not give penalty for stalling, stalling. on bottom? 
You know what I mean? If they did right. that, then you'll see a lot more guys like rolling into the leg or trying to get the guard or whatever it is. You know what I mean? I see. Instead of like a, maybe a little Shido. Yeah. Or something. Interesting, yeah. interesting. How about this? If you go double hooks and flatten them, flatten them to their stomach, that's uh, considered a pin. Isn't that what, what they do at Sambo or something? Oh, no. That's... Oh, no. Uh, yeah. oh, it's full guard. I think full guard is... Consider, full guard, chest uh, to chest, yeah, on bottom, a, is a pin. It's a pin. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that'll speed things up. I mean, if you're <laughs> belly down and the person's holding you down on your yeah. stomach and you can't move, you're being pinned, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That'll actually, uh, yeah, no more totaling then. You can't, you can't do it. Yeah. yeah. So if they have to get off bottom, yeah, as they're standing up, opens up a lot of exciting suplexes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then the IJF will ban it because too many kids will get concussions. Oh, yeah. Well, don't give them it's ideas. Tricky. It's a yeah. tricky game. It's it a very tricky. tricky game because you have yeah. to protect your athletes. You have to make it uh, spectator-friendly. But you have to also keep people safe. It's like it's a very difficult thing to do, you know. I think it's one of those things like you. We kind of make fun of double guard pulling, but at the same time, there are some nuanced take on the and if even for double uh, guard pulling, right? But at the yeah. same time, I know people love to bash on IJF for like, mm. oh, you know, they're just so trigger happy with the bands, you know. But uh. it is a like you said, it's it's more nuanced than that. They're not just yeah. trying to like yeah ban everything. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a balance. They're doing the right thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, God bless all the guard pulls out there who are listening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I I might have to you know offer my apology because I I kind of I've I've done that before. I've looked down upon guard pullers. Yeah, and you know, you know this is the thing, right? There's guys who only work one or two things that work for them, and they yeah. keep going. That's it, right? And they yeah. they don't have a well-rounded game. Yeah. Yeah. So you definitely want to work takedowns and throws too. You know, don't just be a one-dimensional person. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You have to have a top game. You have to do, you know, escapes and things like this. It's right. You got to be. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're trying to win a world championship, that's your entire game. Then yeah, do that. You know. But I if mean, you're ninety-nine percent of the people out there doing it as a hobby, dude. Yeah, you can be you well-rounded. Can. You know. I mean, that's I'm guilty of that too. Like for example, when I was going to BJJ for a bit, like I just focused on my top game more. I wasn't trying like you did, you do, you're doing right now, like trying yeah. to work on my bottom game. You know, I I wasn't. I yeah. and then I'll always get frustrated with people who pull guard on me and then do leg locks. So I'm just like, oh, I don't know how to really yeah. defend that, and I didn't really spend time to work on leg locks either. So yeah, I'm guilty of that. So I, I'm you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not in the position to like call others yeah. like dirty guard pullers. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay to pull guard. It's okay to pull guard. Yeah, you hear it from the man. Yep. Shintaro says it. Pull guard, guys. Pull guard. It's okay to pull guard. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I get. It. I'm seeing that. Uh, I'm hearing another video coming about this topic, right? Yeah. 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 So stay tuned out. for that. Yep. Anything else? Nope. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you guys in the next episode.